All right, all right, all right. What's up, my friends? Michael Gebbin here, your mind mechanic, to bring you another episode of The Wealthy Creator Show, where every week I dive in and dig deep one-on-one into the minds of creators to see what is holding them back from living a wealthy life, both personally and professionally. So every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, inside the How to Become a Wealthy Content Creator Facebook group, I go live. So it is free to join that group, and you can join that group by going to Facebook and searching how to become a wealthy content creator and clicking join. So if you'd like to be coached like the creators on these episodes, just click the Zoom link on the Facebook Live and join in. Let's rock and roll, my friends. Here we go. Awesome. What's up, Gibbs? There he is. How are you? I'm good. I'm getting busy over here. (laughs) Good man, good. Yeah, how's everything? Good. Uh, how's the progress going over there for you? What's uh, what you want to chat about today? Okay, yeah. So you know, I've been listening and I've been thinking about what you're saying. And you said earlier, like, what does your ideal business look like? And that's kind of what I'm trying to. Okay, that's what I'm trying to figure out. But I think I know what it looks like. I just don't know how to get there. It's like yeah. I just made coffee, you know, and I I know the coffee could be better. Like, I know it's not the best cup of coffee. I don't know how to make it the best cup of coffee. So okay. that's kind of like, that's what's on my mind right now. Maybe I can just read you. And, and before, I, before, you, before you read that, yeah. have you tasted a better cup of coffee? Yes. Not from yourself, but you're saying you've tasted a better cup of coffee. Yes, I have. That's yeah. why you know in your mind versus, because I just want to make that distinction real quick. At times, we can believe that something could be better, but it's really subjective. And other times, it's because we've now experienced that in our life, thus knowing that this isn't as good as it could be. Because sometimes the the opposite is a little bit of a problem. That that chip on your shoulders can be a great thing, and it can be dangerous as well if it's always like this. Of course, it can be better. It always can be better. You're always going to have somebody above you, below you, and the same as you, but uh, depending on where you go. So, okay. So, you just know that it can be better. So, go ahead and read that. Yeah. Okay. And, and the reason, you know, the motives here are kind of all, always the same. It's like, I want to be able to be efficient and focus on what I love and what I do best for my clients and have mm-hmm. someone else do the other things. And then I also want to be able to scale and continue to bring on clients. And I have, there's like an awkwardness and a hesitation with me when I, when I know that more people want to work with me and I'm in that state. Like there are a couple of people who would like to start working together this month. Um, so my ideal you know, business works like this. I work with the clients to understand their business, their brand, and the problems they're facing. I then help them clarify their brand and come up with solutions to their problems. Uh, I have co- coworkers and partners and, and employees who handle sales, like the technical part of sales mm-hmm. and, and creative execution and production and administration and maybe even marketing. You know, like... The, the technical and execution parts are the parts that, that I get frustrated with versus the strategy and the concept and idea work and the people work, the, the face-to-face work. That's the stuff so that I get So you're back to the theme about. of everyone on this call today. You prefer yeah, people yeah. over computers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And, but the thing is, like, like, I like computers and I'm good at, at it. Um, yeah. But, like, I'd rather be you know, sitting you, down with did my- Did you get better? Let me ask you this real quick. Did you, 
did you get better at all that out of a necessity or out of a like real deep desire? And there's no right or wrong. I'm just curious. I've always been a tinkerer with computers. Like I've always, you know, so like video editing was something I played around with as a kid. And then I ended up getting some jobs doing video editing. Um, and, uh, and copywriting. I think we talked about this last week. Like that's something, you know, that was the beginning of my career. So yeah, that's something I like strove to do, uh, to get better at. Um, it, but it's just you've reached that stage. And, and part of it's, you know, especially in video, you, we can all understand contrast to a degree. It's like what I've started to realize with my life, looking back at some of the things I've mentioned on here, or weddings or whatnot. I didn't, when I went into weddings, I loved it. And I, I, yeah. I still didn't not love it. It's just that my love grew greater for something else. Like once I experienced doing this work that I never knew was on my like it wasn't on my radar doing this work. It wasn't a desire. It wasn't. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Do. It's just that I got asked through becoming great at something else, which was all I knew at the time that I loved and put my heart into and got better at. And then once I got asked to speak or got asked to mentor someone, I was like, wow, oh my God, I really love. And it's just my love grew greater for that and less for that other thing. And I yep. think that's what yep. you're having happen is through the things like copywriting where you didn't know any other way, you got really good at that. Then you started, while you were good at that, got to experience some of this consulting work basically. And then- Creative strategy. Strategy, all that. So you started to fall more in love with that. And like we said, now you've just built this, um, you know, pretty expansive toolbox of a tool set of things that you have available that you could do, but you'd rather use it in your brain than with your hands. And, and uh, you just don't have that deep desire to do them. And that's a double-edged sword. Cause a lot of, like when I mentioned Ryan, you know, earlier, Ryan never got good at those things and now never has a desire to get good at them. A lot of creative yeah. didn't know any better, learned how to shoot, learned how to edit, learned how to copyright, learned how to do all these things. And then they fall into something like this and they start to really feel like they're in the zone there and they're in flow, but like, oh, I'm really good at this. Like we talked about now it's like, oh, but I could do it. So I could, I could yeah. make the price less because I'm the only one manipulating it because I can do it all versus Ryan goes, I got to charge at least if I mean, they're going to do it for free and eat some money on this or I got to charge three to five grand, you know, because it's going to cost me two or $3,000 just in the people I need to execute the job Yeah, uh, because he can't do it. But other people could, so they could do it for 500 bucks because it's like, well, you know, I can do it. I'm pretty good at it. And I, I, don't, I don't, you know, they only have 500 bucks on this. So I, I don't, you know, I, I don't need to get any help or I can't get any help because, you know, simply you're able to do it. So keep going on. Yeah. So yeah, my, so where I'm at now, like I, I've, I'm getting a vision for what I want this to be like, but now it's like, it's the, how do I get there part where I'm feeling hesitation and, and I'm tripping myself up. Like, like. I've been talking with a personal assistant or a virtual assistant slash project manager that I'm thinking I could hire, mm-hmm. but like, I, you know, I'm not sure. Do I hire her first or do I hire like a copywriter first or do I hire a video editor first? Um, what thing do like, you dislike in this current moment the most? I haven't committed with any of my clients explicitly to produce video. There are some where I've, I've committed to do some video editing with like some of their user generated content. Um, and I, I'd like to hire someone to do that. And I'd also like to hire someone to, uh, to do the copywriting too. Okay. So that's just 
real quick again, you take a job, you have your ideal thing, you're doing it, you're in the zone, you're talking to them, you're jamming, you sell this vision, the ideas, and then you, you, you yep. sell an execution. Who in that execution, what do you, you can do, I'm assuming, obviously, right? The majority of it you're doing yep. all yourself. Yeah. So if you were to sell this whole package to someone, what's the first thing you'd be pumped to just take off your plate that you currently do? It would be, it would be copywriting and it would be writing the videos. It would be like, I would come up with the strategy and the concepts for the brand and the con and the, and the content and the campaigns. And then someone else would write this, the, so that's what you have to play with. You know, I, I took my buddy a decade. He was the first person I'd ever did a one-on-one day with to finally last year start to get help because he was yeah. so good at all of it. And he became yeah. really competent and really good at all of it. And it capped his income and gross income at about $180,000 a year. I did get to keep the majority of that short of gear and things he bought because he wasn't getting any help. Yeah, um, yeah. But but it definitely capped him because he just runs out of time in a day. And the only really way to make more money then is to simply, if you need or desire to make more money, that's the whole other thing as well. Um, but is to either charge more or get people, right? He could, I've yep. seen people who have very, very small teams and do 500, $800,000 a year, but they're charging 50,000 bucks a project. So the guy loves to shoot and edit. And he just shoots and edit and has his dad help with sales a little bit. And it's yeah. a great, it's a great combination and they don't have anything they offer that, that, needs much of anybody else every once in a while he gets a little motion graphic contractor to help out on a little something with the project but overall dad's in sales manages the clients and he the other the, the, the main guy you know gets to do the creative and uh but he charges a substantial amount so he he can take on six projects a year for 500 or for fifty thousand bucks or thirty thousand dollars you know he's not getting four thousand bucks a job and so now all of a sudden it's like well it's gonna going to take a lot of jobs to get to the 500 grand at four grand a piece. Um, yeah. and, and so it's just looking at that. So now it's a matter of what my, my, my buddies found is that, yeah, there's a little bit of BS period. And most people, if you're really good and you're really fast at what you do, that I call it BS, but I should reframe that language because that's what, that's how we think about it. It's like, ah, oh, what a waste yeah. of time. Now I got to spend, I'm spending this money and I'm spending more time. It's not, it's not making it more efficient, yeah. but there's that vision to see where you're going that if you can stick with some people or see it through, now you're maximizing your time. Now you're having what, you know, Rob was wanting where you're making money while you sleep, technically speaking, right? You can yeah. spend that time doing whatever you want. The, you know, like when I say with Ryan all the time, if there's 30 hours of editing to be done, Ryan's very much more involved than me. I, I could care less. As long as the video looks great and I sent the client, they're happy. I don't need any involvement. Ryan, he just likes to get his hands dirty. So if there's 30 yeah. hours for me and 30 hours for Ryan on time that'll be spun and edit, neither one of us will edit, but I'll spend about 20 or 30 minutes talking to the editor for a little bit and that's it. And Ryan might spend yeah. two or three hours because Ryan just likes to be involved. He likes to have his hands in it. He likes to manipulate the edit and do that to the, you know, oh, I don't like what you did here. I don't care. So it's two different ways of doing it. And then there's the third tier, which is the person who just can't seem to freaking let go. Um, yeah. and doesn't maybe want to do it versus also a person who does. Um, whereas you, I'm not getting that. It's like, I've gotten really good at it, but I'd actually prefer not to do it anymore. And that's where you're just going to have to train and start to, you know, uh, get somebody in place. You know, I'll tell you where I'm hesitating. Okay. This, uh, the reason I, I was thinking of hiring a project manager first is, um, 
not knowing kind of, well it's like twofold it's like not knowing where to start i want someone who can help me look at the budget look at how much i'm bringing in each month which at this point with this newest client i've signed on is at least 9500 a month right awesome that's, that's, and yeah i feel really good about that but the fear also is like <laughs> like you know listen i'm i'm transparent here like i'm still i'm trying to pay off some debt i want to be debt free and i want to do it soon and so like giving away money like at least i the minimum I would give away to this project manager is like $600 a month. I'm thinking like I could be paying that off and then, and then getting to the point where I'm saving and building wealth. You know what I mean? Like, so that's, that's the hesitation is like, yeah, Paul probably actually have a little bit, I, you know, I'm not the person who should be talking about saving right now. I've had some yeah, yeah, process yeah. shifts, but I've had my own, like, I think I told you I'm a, I was a professional uh, spender for a good uh, decade of my life. And then I uh, have started to shift my life around. Yeah. Yeah. But it can be, from my own personal perspective, they could be looked at as two ways, right? You could increase your money that you're going to come in to even accelerate that faster by uh, getting the support, being able to maybe take on another $9,500 client um, that, you know, because you're, you're stressed, like it's what's causing you more stress right now, the debt yeah. or the clients and the work that you have to do that you may or may not really want to do, but you're capable of right now, right? Which one's a greater weight to you? Um, day to day, it's the clients. And then you there's know, that little underlying thing that the debt of course is there, right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm like making progress. I'm so close and I'm, I'm stoked. I just, so That's it's just great, like, man. congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Um, so, but it's just like, uh, like, yeah, giving money away is scary, right? Cause it's like, what's I feel so like close is so close a year. Is it three weeks? Is it six months? What's so close? Yeah. Like six months, maybe even less. You know, man, I don't know. You got so much momentum. It's kind of twofold. You can play around a little bit, but what the hell, man? I mean, you know, it, it just bulldoze through that. Like, that's where I think we're always, I don't know, at times we're right where we need to be always. And we beat ourselves up because we should be somewhere else, but we're, we're yeah. really in the perfect place we should be. And I think if you're six, if you were telling me, I don't know, it's, it's like a kid who's gone to three and a half years of college, you know, and he's got a semester left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm like, I don't have much good to say about college overall. I didn't go. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, it's just kind of like finish it out. I don't know. That's just my humble opinion, even though I don't have much good to say. But it's like, if you've, if you've got two years or three years like, and you're starting to feel like, ah, I don't know anymore, then I just go, let's get out of it. Like, if you were like, yeah. man, I still got three years left of debt, I'd be like, well, let's do some shifts in the business. And, and right now, it doesn't mean you can't do any shifts in the business. But I mean, six months are going to fly by. You know, yeah. and if, if that's still a weight that's, it's bothering you, uh, like it's, it's something right. I could sit here and try to reframe you, but there's probably, I mean, how's that feel to just kind of be like, well, I could experiment a little bit, but right now I'm not going to maybe make any big commitments over the next six months. I'm just going to accelerate through that debt as fast as humanly possible. So that, that really actually does make sense. Yeah. Cause like I could focus on not, you know, maybe not bringing on any more clients then I can handle and just, and just keep doing what I'm doing and, and pay the debt off. And then I'd feel more comfortable bringing coworkers or bringing, you know, employees on. And I, I, I don't believe, I mean, I, I don't run it this way. I don't, Paul doesn't run it this way. And I don't, a lot of people closest to me don't, I don't know that you need to get, I'm very empowering in the sense that I don't hold people hostage in the sense of, um, I do contractors. Most That's what I mean. Yeah, contractors, partners. Yeah. Yeah, not employees. 
Yeah. Uh, right. Not employees because there's such a pressure I've seen from way too many people where, uh, you know, yeah, you have your ups and downs and that responsibility usually doesn't weigh great on a lot of people. And I've seen a lot of people yeah. build really successful financial businesses that they hate because there's like $50,000 a month they have that they have to pay every month to these people because yeah. they're employees versus empowering your creatives that you get help with to, you know, know that, yeah, if they have somebody else, you, you can't hold them like, oh man, you're supposed to only, well, it's like, then you make them an employee. If you're going to be yeah. hard on people because they're not available when you need them, but you won't make them an employee, that's different. But yeah, that's I try different. to empower people to go, hey, you know, I'm going to give you as much as I can, but I encourage you to look for, you know, relationships, continue to plant seeds and have some other people so that maybe I'm one of two or three people that you work with. So if I have a little low, you're not sitting here with nothing. Um, yeah. I think it's an empowering thing I've found through the years of, it's, it's for myself. It's just how I'm wired. Some people handle that weight way better. Um, I just never have. It's not been something I'm very attracted to. Be like, I got to concretely come up with 10 grand at this month. I only make a thousand. And some, even I just had to talk. If you get to a tipping point where it's like, now you're like, I spent $250,000 a year, you know, on contractors, but I could have spent $120,000 just having a free yeah, employee. Yeah. You know, there's tipping points there. Once your demand and volume is just so consistent and so high that it might just make sense to hire some people. Yeah. But a lot of people have not gotten to the place of just total certainty and like consistency of work or on-demand clients. Like we're all, you know, all are trying to build within this. When you get to that phase, employees could make sense. Um, but yeah. until you're at that, just definitely keep it to the contractor. Um, but that's where also you might play with too. I mean, a lot of the people through the years that I helped, uh, or helped me were like people that did stuff for free because like I had, uh, we were on the group call and he only talked for a minute, but Eric Magana, who was on the, 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 the jump circle thing that we did, the community call at the very yeah. end, he mentioned a little something. I don't know if you heard him say, but you know, he has three editors right now full time. And when I did a coaching thing with him back in 2014, he was just wanting to make money for himself. He couldn't even imagine ever having anybody. Um, but all of them didn't know anything about editing whatsoever. And now they had it just as good and better than him. And he spent a good three or four months right. you know, working with them. But they also, mm -hmm. they, they weren't costing him really anything in that interim to just kind of, they were hungry to learn. And, and, and I find that can work even better because as soon as you get, a, the higher and higher the competency, the less coachable they are. And if they're not totally in alignment with exactly what you need to do, now you're burning a good chunk of change to get them to think a little bit more like you or adapt to how you want things done within your business. Um, yeah. those, those people who are just sponges and, and very coachable, now they're like little duplicates of you, which is pretty right. cool within your, you know, within your own business. And so it just, where's your patience level and desire to uh, start to seek that out a little bit and then start to have some people that you could potentially do that with who would be kind of young and hungry. And then, um, you know, their income grows with, with their, their competency level and with, you know, your business. Uh, yeah, I so like that. Another thing to just think about. But I think over this next coming months, get your debt off, you know, continue to kind of dissect. I just use the good, the bad, the ugly in your business and kind of dreaming, envisioning exactly how you'd like it to look. Start looking at some of those processes. Start really analyzing your day-to-day -day of like, you know, really what you want to pull off out, out of, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, with the kind of jobs you're getting, man, I'm, I'm just telling you, it's, 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 everybody has that fear. Like, I'll keep more money if I just do it because I'm able. Um, yep. But, you know, 
uh, my buddy I mentioned who never did more than 180, the first year he started hiring people, he did over 350,000. And I can tell you it didn't cost him another 180,000 to make that extra money where it was like, well, it didn't make a dime extra, but I, I now had to make all this extra money and, and I didn't make any extra. Now I got to manage all these people. It's like, no, you know, he still made a good chunk more and had a lot more time. Like he's like, I just got a live streaming job. It was three grand. And I hired a live streaming expert. They got paid $1,500 and I hung out with my kid all Saturday. That's um, awesome. You know? And so those are the things when I think of what Rob says um, about money while I sleep is don't get in the disguise that is disguised in a lot of different things. I mean, real estate can make you money technically while you sleep, you know, bringing out courses could technically be making you money. While, like there's a lot of things you can look at and be like, Oh, this could be making me money while I sleep. But when Ryan was on my team, I was seeking out an online business because I was made to believe that passive income came in the form of a membership site or da, 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 da. Yet I had it. It was right in the palm of my hands. I was so blind because it didn't look how people made me believe it should. I mean, Ryan was shooting, you know, getting, you know, man, he was managing the business. The checks were getting deposited. Jobs were getting shot and edited. And I was just being willy nilly me running around shooting some things, you know, meeting people saying, hey, here, talk to Ryan. And yet I was working the least that I had ever worked in my life and technically was generating more than I ever had in my life, working the least that I had ever worked. But yet, it, I, I threw it all down the drain, you know, because I really, it didn't look and sound and smell and everything like I was made to believe. So I'm looking over here blind to what is right in my face. And so, um, you know, that idea of just what I said there, yeah, it's not a course being sold on autopilot, but that idea of you being great at strategy and, and, and vision and all that and being able to, you know, connect and, 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 and make connections and sell and negotiate and get jobs and then be able to have others execute that five, 10, 50, 100 hours that needs to be done, and you being able to charge 9,500 bucks a month. Like, I mean, the years that I was back up to 250 in 2017 and 2018, like I was all focused on my personal development and, and coaching. I was only trying to make money with video, but man, outside of the three months I traveled, like I didn't have to do, I because I still had some I traveled on, but the majority, all the money I brought in, I could have done probably 80% of it myself outside of some of the editing. But I had the majority of it outsourced. I spent like 120 grand in, in people. But man, I had so much free time and it was great. And that's what I'd prefer. And I think that's what a lot of us are working towards. So I'd, I'd much rather uh, let things go that I dislike and or build a business where I don't have anything. I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm partnered up with Paul right now because I didn't want to mess with any of that anymore. Uh, but there's no right or wrong way. But for I think a lot of creatives through all the assessments I've taken and had people take, uh, most of them are all, you know, freedom seekers. They're all yeah. wanting to be able to do whatever they want, whenever they want. And so if you're in alignment with what you've got here, you can find that support. You'll make way more money staying in that sweet spot, man. Um, and, and getting that support. And then you do whatever the hell you want with that free time you know, and that's, and that's awesome. a powerful place to be in. But I think you've got a great progress. And man, just keep the conversations going because that's a powerful thing. Some, um, yeah, there's, there's problems that are there that you can't have until you've overcome certain things, right? That's what yep. you're having. As we each week get on here, you work through some stuff and a new little thing kind of percolates up. And as mm -hmm. long as you keep clearing that windshield, God, man, I mean, it's, I, you're, you're going to be at a, I mean, a year from now, you're going to be debt free. And you're going to yep. have people helping you. 
and you're going to be in this beautiful place and you're going to be laughing about the fact that you're like, I don't know, man, do I hire, do I hire somebody? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. Like, <laughs> I don't want to take this and I got dead. And I, it's like, no, it's just like, keep on this path you're on. Keep making sure we're keeping that windshield clear. So you're not second guessing yourself and questioning. It's like, maybe somebody else could be like, oh, I'm going to hire a bunch of people. Screw that dead. I'll let that drag on. But you know, I'm always looking for what resonates because if it resonates yeah. with you, you're likely to commit to it and keep doing it. And that consistency is where you'll win rather than this back and forth. I'm caged up because somebody's telling me to do this. I don't really want to do it, but I should do it. And I got that. If you can get out of that and just keep moving forward, all that you want will come true because you know cool. what you want. I think that's the thing I'm getting out of the calls with you. You know what you want. And if you stick to that thing that's in your gut and your heart and keep on this path, it's gonna be really cool. I mean, when we got these things recorded, and I, I, I love being able to look back because I've already had some of this in my life with people I've, I've been able to serve and help. It's like, it's so cool to be able to uh, see these transformations take place over a, a year and just have that faith. Uh, a lot of us have lost that intuition or trust and faith and we're, we're getting all sidetracked because other people are telling us they like a lot of salt and we don't. And so we're pouring it on. My like, God, it tastes really bad, but yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah, yeah, it should yeah. taste good. And it's like, no, you just don't like a lot of salt. I mean, metaphorically speaking, right? And it's like, that's yeah. fine. That's you. So go, cool, buddy. That's awesome. Well, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Always good talking with you. Pleasure, man. Appreciate it.